Uh, and certainly with the cold weather, I mean, there's been a lot of focus around the issue of homelessness, uh, but there's also been the situation that's not really related to the weather, but it, you know, it is linked at some level, these, these problematic encampments. Well, the weather gets as cold as it is, people living in these encampments, yeah, that's a concern. But, you know, what police have been finding in terms of drugs, weapons, violence, other crimes happening within these encampments, uh, some of them in both Edmonton and Calgary, yeah, that's got to be dealt with. So there's been a whole battle around that you know, whether police have the authority to move in, under what circumstances, why people are in these, these encampments in the first place, and now what to do. So there is a bigger issue here around homelessness. Now, this week, the city of Edmonton passed a motion that Mayor Amajit Sohi brought forward, calling for, or basically declaring a, a homelessness emergency. As one of the councillors who voted against the motion, though, says, quote, we're making a promise as a municipality, we can fix this. We don't have the power, we don't have the authority, we don't have the budget. I mean, is this just um, a publicity stunt or symbolic? Uh, because, yeah, we need governments working together on this. So we've seen some of these problematic encampments removed. There's been a focus on making sure that there is some space for these people to go, that we have sufficient shelter space, we have other resources and supports. There was an announcement yesterday uh, from the Alberta government uh, about just that, providing some additional supports, the form of what uh, they're referring to as a reception center, uh, to, to, to try to steer folks in the right direction, those who have been displaced by these uh, encampment dismantlements. So joining us uh, for more, Jason Nixon joins us, Alberta's Minister of Seniors, Community and Social Services. Minister, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Uh, good morning, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so talk about this announcement yesterday. So th this right now is is for the city of Edmonton and you know the aftermath of of dismantling some of these encampments. So what does this uh, announcement entail? Well, the city city of Edmonton, primarily the Edmonton Police Service, came to us just before Christmas and said that it was reaching reaching a crisis point. The encampments of the city of Edmonton. I think they've been around 14,000 encampment complaints that have come in through the Edmonton Police Service. They also briefed us on what has been taking place in these encampments, which is pretty significantly dangerous activities, up to and including people losing their lives, particularly to uh, to fires. And so we uh, we were challenged to come together and bring the entire support of the entire social services sector, both government and the nonprofit organizations that work with the homeless in, in the city of Edmonton, uh, with a plan to be able to support the Edmonton Police Services they go through uh, this tremendous amount of work it will take to dismantle all these encampments. And so where we ended up is we opened up what we've called a, uh, a navigation center, uh, which does have some emergency shelter space as well. Uh, and our uh, our social services team will be there with the police as encampments come down. Uh, we'll arrange transportation for individuals for their stuff and their pets to that navigation center, at which point they will uh, receive, obviously, access to showers, washrooms, food, uh, and that type of thing. And then at that center uh, is uh, access to what we call tables, which is different departments and uh, organizations uh, that have different services, everything from health to housing, and then help individuals be able to navigate into our considerable social services system to make sure that they're able to live in, in a much safer environment. Yeah, and, and ultimately, look, if people don't want to make use of this, there's only so much you can do. But, uh, I mean, the vast majority of, of those experiencing homelessness do make use of, of the shelters we have. So, you know, we're sort of talking about this, this smaller, you know, minority of, of those who, for whatever reason, don't. Do, do you think this is enough then to kind of steer them in the right direction, as it were? Well, first, I just want to emphasize that you are right. The vast majority of homeless do use our existing shelters. Uh, you know, across the province, the emergency shelter system housed thousands of homeless people in all the different cities. Uh, and, uh, you know, people were able to sleep safely and make it through the night, which is the main goal, of course, that system. Uh, but you're right. Some individuals just don't want to participate in that. And there's a variety of reasons uh, for why. 
but I will tell you that the first encampments that went down yesterday that interacted with our reception center, about 50% of the individuals that were uh, at those encampments utilized the navigation center and that would go on to use uh, other services. And what was interesting is we're hearing stories that lots of them actually did not know those services were available, so it was a very positive thing to be able to connect them to. Two services, and Rob, as you know, I worked at the mustard seed in Calgary for many years. I mm-hmm. grew up in a, in a homeless shelter. I, I know this population well, and we we would see this every year as it got you know the real cold days. There'd be individuals that would come into the shelter system that we just didn't see the rest of the year, and they have been choosing to not uh, you know not utilize the shelter system, but to live rough. And obviously, minus forty, minus fifty weather may have pushed them in, but it would only be for a couple of days. So there will always be a certain amount of, uh, of homeless individuals who don't want anything to do with uh, with the resources that are available. So yesterday, the announcement, I mean, you were there, the public safety minister, Mike Ellis, was there. There was indigenous leadership there, the Edmonton police chief. I, I guess, you know, certainly folks noticed that mayor wasn't there, other members of Edmonton city council weren't there. Was it just that that wasn't their announcement to make, or does that suggest anything about the, the state of the relationship right now? You know, the day the day before, we had all of the mayor and all of city council in Edmonton here uh, for a meeting in Edmonton uh, with uh, all of the relevant ministers as well as all of the senior officials of our departments. Uh, and we had a great meeting where we were able to brief them on the work that we were going to be doing with their officials, particularly with the Edmonton Police Service. Um, you know, I've seen many comments come from councillors afterwards that said this is one of the best meetings they, are, they have with government. Uh, the reality is that this is a task the Edmonton Police Service is undertaking to take down encampments, and they've come to the social services system primarily, my department as well as a few other departments like health, to say, hey, we need some support as we, we, we take this on. So, you know, uh, and I will say this, the city of Edmonton at this point seems to be more focused on wanting to pass motions that don't accomplish anything. Uh, you know, declaring an emergency the way that they did it doesn't come with any extra resources. It doesn't change the scenario at all. And certainly from Premier Smith's perspective and from Melbourne government's perspective, our challenge from the police was to take action right away. Uh, and so we're really just focused on making sure we can support them in these encampment dismantling situations and not really worry about the politics of it. This is about trying to protect vulnerable individuals uh, in, that are seeing some horrible things take place inside these encampments. Well, yeah, and that's to be emphasized, right, that, you know, police aren't just uh, taking these encampments down because they don't like them. I mean, you know, some of the stuff that's come to light about, and we, we've seen it in Calgary, too, where, you know, there's been violence occurring, uh, weapons, drugs found inside, you know, and it's, it, it, that that's really concerning. That's not something we can turn a blind eye to. Yeah, we can't. But what the police have shown uh, the public and the government uh, is appalling. I mean, we are seeing people uh, lose their lives uh, to, to fires, uh, primarily accidental fires, from trying to create heat uh, for themselves. We know there's gangs operating within these locations and charging people to use simple resources uh, within the locations. There's obviously a lot of stolen uh, property that are being found in these locations. And, you know, the thing that really stood out to me was the other day when when the camp came down in Edmonton, the police reported that there was a 16-year-old girl being sexually trafficked in that encampment. And these are not good locations for people to be in. And so we want to get individuals to help. We want to help individuals. Uh, and we want to make sure that they're getting the res- considerable resources that are here in the province of Alberta uh, for people that are experiencing homelessness. The, the, the message is this. It's a safer place inside our emergency shelter system. It is, is in encampments, uh, certainly. But further to that, uh, while we know that long-term housing and other, uh, you know, drug rehabilitation facilities and others, other things like that are the best solution long-term for some of the things that are taking place on the street, the best way to access those resources are through our emergency shelter system. 
Right. And, and you know, I mean, that that's about mitigating the problem, right? Making sure some people have somewhere to sleep at night, especially right. when it gets that cold. And when it comes to, you know, addressing homelessness, preventing homelessness in the first place. And I, I guess maybe Edmonton's motion is meant to try to start that conversation. I, I don't know. But what, what do we actually need to do? What is being done to address that? You know, Edmonton's motion really focuses on housing, and housing is important. We obviously have to make sure that we have places for people to live. But housing is not a root cause of homelessness. Uh, the root causes of homelessness are lots of stuff around mental health uh, and drug addiction uh, being some of the biggest things that we see. And, you know, the Alberta's government has really been focused for the last several years on creating uh, more work around uh, drug rehabilitation. Uh, you know, creating 10,000 more uh, addiction uh, uh, treatment spaces in the province. Uh, and, you know, focusing on making sure that we have access to supportive transitional housing and other uh, components to be able to make sure that we can wrap around services around individuals and make sure that hopefully they can move on from the street. But also at the same time, the reality is, Rob, some individuals are not ready for that. Some individuals uh, don't want to participate in that. Uh, and we still have to make sure that we're providing safety through our emergency shelter system uh, so that people aren't freezing to death or, uh, you know, sadly, burning to death inside tents. Uh, so in terms of being able to work then with both Edmonton, Calgary, you know, and, and some of the tension here with Edmonton, you, you don't think there's a, a broken relationship here, that there's still the opportunity for both levels of government to, to cooperate on these issues? Yeah, both levels of government are cooperating. I mean, I, the way I see what's taking place at Edmonton City Council is uh, they're aware of what's going on. They support it, they've said, uh, as far as the work that we're doing, but that they continue to want to play politics look i'm a politician i get it i mean they think that's working for them i, I have at her but they're the city of edmonton itself is working very closely with us on this so for example the buses that go from encampments to my my department's navigation center are provided by edmonton transit service obviously the edmonton police service is coming from uh the city of edmonton the cleanup crews are uh, are coming from edmonton funded by my department but we're giving a grant to the city of edmonton to make sure that they can help deal with the considerable work to be able to clean up the encampments so there's lots of cooperation going on between all levels of government, and particularly another level of government needs to be talked about more, and that's the work that we're doing with uh, Treaty 6 uh, First Nation communities around the city of Edmonton, uh, particularly the Enoch Cree Nation, uh, who we are even opening shelters with inside the city of Edmonton and working with those nations to help them interact uh, with their people who are living on the streets. Uh, and just quickly, because, you know, I know some of these problems have been more acute in Edmonton, and that's why there's been, you know, this, this recent focus. But sh should we expect to see some, some similar resources, similar announcements uh, to address the situation in Calgary? So uh, two things. One is uh, I, I think that there's less of an encampment situation in Calgary. It's still important that we deal with it. But I think we have to give a lot of credit to the city of Calgary and the uh, Calgary Police Force and the uh, Calgary Fire Department who have worked tirelessly to be able to deal with encampments and not let it get as large of an issue as we see in Edmonton. Uh, and we, of course, have a pretty significant emergency shelter system operating in the city of Calgary. That said, I am going to be watching very closely over the next couple of days to see how well this navigation model works to support the police with encampment dismantlement in Edmonton. And then we'll be having a serious conversation about ways that we can replicate what we've learned here to be able to help long-term the city of Calgary. All right. We'll leave it there. Minister, appreciate your time here this morning. Thanks for joining us.